0: Now, Snap Judgment is not the news. We tell you this every week, and we are so far away from the news as you can get, but we do live in this world. We see the headlines, and we know that at this very moment, millions of people in our country are watching the Supreme Court, and they're struggling with a single question. What does it look like to be in charge of your own body? And oftentimes, I'll give a content advisory, and this time I mean it. Because this story uses strong language regarding sex, regarding genitalia, even alluding to molestation. This is for grown folks. And next week, I promise, we'll resume our regularly scheduled programming. But this story here, this story is about autonomy. And our storyteller, Ashley Asatu, she may well be the definition of autonomy. We'll see what I mean very shortly. But Ashley, Ashley hasn't always felt connected to her power or to her womanhood. Ashley spoke to our own Regina Bediaco about a story that begins over 20 years ago when Ashley makes a discovery that changes her relationship to her very own body. Snap Judgment.
1: At her parents' home in Stockton, California, Ashley Asatu stood in front of a dusty armoire.
2: I was probably in eighth grade. I was, like, in my parents' room looking for something, going through their drawers. I don't know what the fuck.
1: And now her seemingly straightforward relationship with her mom, Janice, was about to get weird.
2: So I am just like, oh, my God, it's like a magic, magical thing. Like, what is this? And I open it up, and it is filled with erotic novels. It was hundreds of books, and they were all like the ones with the woman and the horse and the guy that looks like Fabio with some like weird-ass like European love stories.
1: (laughs) Ashley grabbed the books and hurried to her room.
2: At that time, I didn't know much about sex, but I knew if my bladder got full enough, and I read those novels, oh my God.
1: And then a few years later...
2: Oh, I stumbled across it.
1: Ashley made another unlikely discovery.
2: So it's like doing homework and you got to do that shit on the computer. You know how you see it in movies, they click on something and it'd be like, oh my God, hella files. You're like, what is this? My mom has a whole secret life in this folder. This is a lot of nasty stories. It was very descriptive. My mom is a pretty good writer.
1: Her mom, Janice, didn't just own romance novels, she penned them herself.
2: Who is this woman? And I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> There's another side to my mother.
1: <laughs> Janice was the absolute last person you would expect to read and write steamy romances. She led a household that was as buttoned up as they come.
2: My parents are from Liberia. I'm the oldest. Gotta make sure girls do the right thing, because if not, they can bring shame on your family. It would be horrible for people to think that you were a hussy. I remember when my mom told me that, I was like, what is a hussy? Like, hussies sound like they have fun. They can go to parties. (laughs) Definitely couldn't spend the night at friends' houses. Going to church camp all the time,
1: but unlike her mom, Ashley didn't want to keep things behind closed doors.
2: Discovering my mother's, like, erotic tales was just like, girl, this is in me, this is in you, like, you are just like... She was really good about putting things in boxes, like, this is this box and this is this box, and these boxes don't mix. Nah, I'm not doing this shit. I'm, I'm going to do things in my own way.
1: So she went to parties, hung out with boys, wore the shortest cheerleading skirt she could get her hands on. But after all that, she ended up settling down with a husband and kids, just as Janice wanted.
2: I had the kids out of order, but, you know, ended up getting married, so that was a save.
1: Also a save? Her mom loved her husband. She thought he was charming, successful, and reliable. A great partner for her daughter. Some years later, On a warm fall day, Ashley's husband checks in.
2: So I'm in the garage. I'm doing laundry. He walks in. I'm standing by the washing machine, and he's standing by his work desk. There is at least 15 feet between us. He had medicine for me. He pulls the pills out of his drawer. He says that he has chlamydia. The doctor is like, by law, you need to tell your wife that you have a sexually transmitted disease. And he tells me that he has been sleeping with someone, so I need to go get tested. The audacity of this whole situation was what I'm thinking as I'm crying. Up until that point, I felt I had felt like my husband had always looked at me with love, hunger, want, like this desire. And I remember his eyes were so cold. Almost like I was in irritation. This marriage is over. I realized I needed to move out. So I took all of my books and I took... A lot of knickknacks and things for my altar, like my crystals, shit like that. The first day coming into the apartment, walking in, just felt like failure.
1: 12 years, two kids, a pit bull named Panda, a beautiful home. Just like that, Ashley's love story ends. Replaced with custody arrangements, a persistent STI, and a growing sense that the worst may actually be ahead of her.
2: I was scared of the embarrassment of saying, like, my marriage is not working.
1: And the very last person she wants to say those words to is her mom. So she doesn't. At first. But Janice calls every week and sees her grandkids every month. So Ashley's gotta come clean ASAP.
2: I waited about a week because You know, I was depressed, I was sad. I told my mom over the phone, I called her. And I told her that I was leaving Matthew. She basically was like, I'm overreacting. I'm gonna send you prayers on YouTube. I need to have a a war room and be praying to God to, to change him. Oh, okay, well, I fucking knew that that was going to happen, but here we go.
1: This feeling isn't new to Ashley. Her husband wasn't in her corner, and neither is Janice.
2: And that's how I feel with my mom a lot. Like, I just wish you see me and see this shit is breaking me. And I just, like, the two people that I kind of, you know, I really loved my husband. It's my fucking mom. If anyone should be able to see you, it should be your mom. I didn't know what my credit score was. I didn't have a bank account. You know, because my husband was, you know, taking care of our primary bills, the mortgage. I didn't feel like I could earn my own money.
1: No income, no husband. She starts avoiding her mom's calls. And it's beginning to feel like all of her issues are manifesting in one place. I was kind of feeling betrayed by my body.
2: Not only did I have to heal myself from the chlamydia and deal with like the chronic yeast infections that was going on um, and the, the dryness that was coming on because of the yeast infections and taking all of this medication. I just like didn't like the way my labia look. I felt like one of them is longer than the other. I felt like if my pussy was better, I would have been able to keep my man. As obviously, that's why he was cheating on me. And so I had been just reading up about holistic pussy wellness. And one of the things that came up was yoni steaming,
1: aka an ancient wellness practice of using herb infused water to steam your vagina. It's controversial.
2: From conscious uncoupling to vaginal steaming, Gwyneth Paltrow is setting the record straight. She agrees with Goop's editorial director, who added, It feels good. It's not like we're urging people to go out and buy AK-47s.
1: When the actress famously endorsed it on her Goop blog in 2015, the internet seemed to respond with a collective, nope.
2: All the, the writing pieces, the blogs that was coming out, I was like, oh my god. People are really not into it. Doctors are like, you're stupid. You're throwing your pH balance off. This is extra as fuck. Who's boiling water to squat over it? But I was like, honestly, right now, I need to be doing some extra as fuck shit. Kind of hit rock bottom with my life. So it's like, what? I mean, it can't be that bad.
1: So one day, Ashley grabs a pot and boils some water.
2: First. I put the pot on the floor and realized I was burning my floor. So I was like, okay, we gotta gotta find something for that. Okay, well, how am I gonna like squat over it? So I tried a bread, like a crate, bread crate that I had. So I like flipped it over and I tried doing that. And let me tell you, that shit doesn't feel good on your pussy all those the slats I was like oh my god this is like hurting so then I tried to put a towel over the crate so my pussy had a little cushion but then I couldn't feel the steam coming through the holes so I was just like fuck so then (laughs) I was like okay this isn't working so I had to reheat the water and then try it again so then I got I had the towel and then I was trying to like squat over the pot and that doesn't wasn't working because it was just like you know I don't have make the stallion knees. So then I was like touching my butt on the pot lid. You know, I'm feeling like pussy's already ugly, don't burn her ass too, shit. Then something told me, I was like, get on your knees. Okay, so then I was like, that'll work, okay? So then I got, I was just like, <laughs> so I got on my knees and I put the pot in between. And I'm like on my knees, right? then I have my hands on my hips and I'm like, oh, I'm like feeling like Wonder Woman, this is great. It feels warm. It feels orgasmic. I didn't fucking know that like a pot and water could give me this type of relaxation. It it was it was something so simple that brought so much relief and I slept for like twelve hours. That white woman is on to something.
1: Steaming only solves one of Ashley's problems though. She needs to make money for herself and her kids now that she's on her own. For the past year, when Ashley wasn't picking up toys or cooking family dinners, she taught a pleasure-themed yoga class on the side. It's pretty popular. So in hopes of getting back in the black, she starts booking more and more classes.
2: That shit was like torture. My worthiness, I feel, is tied to being a wife and a mother, and I failed at that. Women be asking me all these questions about sex, and I'm like, I ain't fucking, because I just left my husband, so I don't know how to answer this question,
1: okay? Then, during her next class, somewhere between Downward Dog and Warrior two, Ashley gets a question that surprises her.
2: You know, I'm an oversharer. I was just like, I was married to a single man which led me to getting chlamydia. And then a couple other women were like, oh, wait, tell me more. And then I started talking about how I had the BV and the yeast, and I did mention yoni steaming. And then that's how they were like, girl, what the fuck is that? Why are you not teaching about yoni steaming?
1: She gets an idea to create a pussy wellness business, incorporating yoga, vagina steaming, and pussy pampering products. The Yoni Day Spa.
2: Don't be half-ass. Be full-ass. So I was like, let me get certified in it. You know, let me do all the things so that I can speak from a place of
1: knowing. Ashley finds an online course and spends her last few dollars on books about plant-based medicine. She studies around the clock for the next few weeks, soon adding a Yoni Steaming certificate to her bachelor's in criminal justice and master's in administration.
2: I'm still, like, collecting all these degrees and certificates. I wanted to be able to break down pussy education to the random person to have them be like, damn, since I feel you. I didn't realize that.
1: But just ahead lies that all-too-familiar sense of dread. Her mom is already mad about the breakup. Telling Janice Kennedy you're channeling divine feminine power is likely to lead to a divine feminine smackdown.
0: Will Ashley fess up to her mom? Or can she keep her business on the down low? Find out when Snap Judgment returns. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Snap Judgment, the Divine Feminine episode. And as I said earlier, this story does use strong language, refers to sex, to genitalia, and even to molestation. The last we left, a suddenly single, Ashley Ashatu, had just used the last of her savings to open a yoni steaming business. But what's going to happen when her mother, Janice, finds out about it because she will find out best believe? Snap judgment.
2: It was just hard for me to see my parents because it was like every time they, I was around them, I could feel their disapproval. As my business grew, people were telling my parents what I was doing. So-and-so from church follows you on Facebook and she said, you posted something talking about sex. I didn't want people seeing my mom comment. Like I didn't want people to be like, how are you doing all this pussy work and your mom is commenting? Does your husband know you have shorts on? That just seemed like a disconnect in the brand. I'm going to have to deal with you offline. First, really sat down and told my mom that I am an entrepreneur. I have a business. the only day spa.
3: And I'm thinking, how many businesses can you stay You need a job where you can make money. you got a master's degree. Go, to, go, go get a job. Go get a work in an office. All of this is going through my mind. I was scared for her. You
2: shouldn't be putting that on social media. It felt like you don't believe in me. And it felt like nobody really does.
1: Ashley goes back to sending her mom's calls straight to voicemail. In the meantime, her business is flourishing. But something's still off with her own vagina.
2: I was actually on the phone with my best friend. And I'm like, girl, hold on, let me see who the fuck this is. And it's my doctor. And she's basically like, I don't really like the way your cervix is looking. I want to run some tests. I need you to come in tomorrow. So I go in. You know, she she just came over and she just gave me a big ass hug. She was just like. Basically, she just told me, matter, very matter of fact, she was like, you have cervical cancer, Ashley. She cried with me. She's an amazing doctor. And I just was like, couldn't say anything, just fucking sobbing. And she just, she was just there. Cervical cancer is like deep inside of you. And I felt like that shit was more a manifestation of how unhappy I was, how I felt betrayed by my body. If I called Ashley and I left a
1: message, she didn't call me back. I didn't think anything of it. At this point, Janice was finding out all the big things about Ashley's life secondhand.
3: I was kind of mad at myself, you know, in a sense, because as a mother, I should have picked up on things. And when I found out, she had already had six weeks of radiation therapy without telling me.
2: As soon as my mom knew, it was just like, I'm coming down. I'm going to come with you to your doctor's appointment. And it was like, oh, God, no.
1: Now, more than ever, Janice is going full mama bear. She even sits down with Ashley's ex.
3: We have the kids over here. He came, he said he was going to pick them up. And I told him, I said, if my daughter dies, there will be two funerals, hers and yours.
1: Janice starts questioning Ashley's judgment on everything. How could steaming help in this kind of a crisis? But one day, when she's with friends, talk inevitably turns to Yonis.
3: That's really neat. Some of them thought it was pretty cool. It surprised me.
1: She reaches out to Ashley, relaying her friend's unexpected praise of her daughter's business.
3: When she did finally say, Mom, I'm going to unblock you, okay? Okay like oh i didn't know i was blocked
1: now unblocked she reads the comments
3: reading all these comments from women and men who were who, who had um fibers and who had um problems with their menstrual cycle and this steaming with the herb
1: janice is curious to see more maybe by attending one of Ashley's events. But Ashley doesn't know if she'll be able to keep her mom in check. If there's a scene, she'll lose the clients that keep her afloat. Even so, she takes a deep breath and invites Janice to a workshop, hoping this time her mom will really see her.
3: It was a beautiful, somebody beautiful home. She set up painting on the grounds. They did cannabis, you know. There's a meet and greet and I'm just walking around. Hi, I'm Ashley's mom. Hi, I'm Ashley's mom, you know. And then there's tables set up where people were selling product. Ashley called the meeting to order. She called everybody to come and sit down. And then the women got into a circle and they did this, um, they talked about their vagina. I was thinking to myself, okay, these women are crazy. When they started talking, they sat in that circle, and my other daughter who makes pillows, she brought all these beautiful pillows, and they're sitting in these circles, and these women are pouring their heart out over rape, molestation. It it was touching to me, somebody who has been a survivor of molestation too. These women are crying over something that happened to their vagina. And it's as if to say, you are talking to your vagina about this problem. It was just very nurturing. I took a pamphlet, an actual drawing of a vagina. A okay, the Livia, the um, Volvo, everything, Clitoris, the whole bit. And it was black and white. And then on the tables were paint crayons, markers, glitter, um, anything you want. And it was up to you to draw yours, to color it in based on how you were feeling. So I colored one. I did a lot of reds and blues and greens. Actually, it was kind of cute. <laughs> and then afterwards you could go and just walk around the tables and look at all the different drawings. It was absolutely beautiful. I was so amazed at my daughter standing there, so professional. It was like I was seeing another side of my daughter that I had never seen before. I probably should have been more open. There are a lot of ways to help people, and that's her way of helping people.
1: Since the night of that workshop, Janice has been pitching in with Ashley's business.
2: I'm very blessed to have her help. But I believe my mom feels really guilty about not supporting me in the beginning. So she's like overcompensating, trying to be very supportive now. And now I go there, I help her package them. I help her mail them out. I'm good. I'm still working with with my feelings, but people come around as they come around. It, it, It takes, it's like you have to go through a process, but now I'm through the process. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Okay. You can't can't keep things buried for long. You'll give birth to them. (laughs) My mom, even, my mom is a fucking Meghan Markle stan.
3: Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex.
2: I call her my goddaughter. (laughs) Like she's in this group called Sussex Squad. She bought a bath soak and any pussy oil and mailed it to Buckingham Palace. Along with the onesie for baby Archie, okay? Along, she had to include a gift for the baby. It was awesome. <laughs> I was able to brag. I was like, mom, they not giving that girl, they gonna look at this shit and be like the princess or whatever the fuck she is, is not getting this. Mom was like, you think you, you think that they would take her pussy oil? I
3: was like. And I got a thank you card back, but they didn't mention that part of it, but it was just, it was a generalized thank you card from the Buckingham Palace and yeah.
0: Ashley Asatu, and Janice Kennedy for sharing your story with the Snap. These days, Ashley's health business and relationship with Janice is on the up and up, but don't just take our word for it. Find out the latest on what the Yoni Queen is up to at snapjudgment.org. The original score for this story was by Sandra Lawson Indu and Renzo Gorio. It was produced by Regina Beriaco. Real stories, real life. And if you need more, shout at your phone. Siri, Alexa, whoever you are, give me more Snap Judgment. Don't take no for an answer. Teach these machines who's boss before it's too late. Download the journey. And if you're looking to meet people in the know, people living their lives with passion and purpose, just look around to see who's wearing a Snap Judgment T-shirt. Guaranteed, that person will be awesome. If you want to be awesome too, yours is available right now. Snap Judgment, ORG. Snap is brought to you by the team that knows better than to make rules and regulations concerning someone else's yoni. In fact, both myself and the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich, have decided that decisions about a woman's body, well, they're probably best left to the woman themselves. There's Nancy Lopez. I see Pat Messini-Miller, Regina Bediaco, David Exame, Anna Sussman, Renzo Goriel, Shayna Sheely, Taylor DeCott, Flo Wiley, John Fasil, Marissa Dodge, Davy Kim, Bo Walsh, and Annie Nguyen. And this is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you could try to hide your deepest, darkest secret from the woman who brought you into this world. See how that works out for you. And you would still, even then, not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is PRX.